may God continue to reach you. May God continue to uh, develop your spiritual gift and understanding. But above all things, that you pursue holiness. Amen. Peace and holiness. For without such no man, amen, will see God. Glory to God. Our scripture reading tonight will come from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, going back to chapter 12, verse 4 through 11. And then we're going to add to this, amen, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 through 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 through 12. Amen. But we're going to start in 1 Corinthians 12, amen, verse um, 4 through 11. Then we'll skip over, amen, to verse um, to chapter 14. Glory to God. Now, if you're studying Corinthians, if you're studying the entirety of the book of Corinthians, what you're going to recognize is that it looks like it's jumping from subject to subject. But in reality, it's, a, it's Paul answering the church at Corinth, the Gentile church, amen, concerning their desire, amen, in this case for spiritual gifts. They have some things that need to be corrected in their, their mentality in regard to marriage, in regard to walking holy, amen, in regard to the communion. There are some things that needed to be corrected, and there are some things they needed to be informed about and aligned with. Say, man, so Corinthians is not a, uh, it's not jumping around. It's not some crazy thought, amen. Matter of fact, it is very purposeful when you read the book, amen, of 1 uh, Corinthians as well as 2 Corinthians, amen. When you read and study uh, the book, what you're going to find is chapter 12, 13, and 14 go together, amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13, and 14 Amen. Go together because it is answering the question that they ask of him concerning spiritual gifts. Amen. And spiritual gifts. And so the apostolic brilliance of Paul is bringing clarity in regard to gifts and how, amen, identifying gifts. Praise God. Their functions. Amen. And, and then he says at the end of chapter 12, a more excellent way. Amen. And so Paul begins to let them know that even though you have gifts and all of these things that you can do, praise God, that look marvelous. But if you have not love, amen, it's, it's, it's nothing. Glory to God. So he put that in there in the middle of studying gifts, praise God, because the church of Corinth was very zealous about spiritual gifts. They're very zealous about spiritual gifts. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 4 is our start in our, region, our reading. He said, uh, amen, uh, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different uh, differences of ministries, but the same Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Regardless of what you have, how diverse they are in the gifts and how the differences of ministries or workings, amen, they're still the same Lord, still the same spirit. Verse 6, and there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all same God who works all in all. So there in that three verses, you see the, the, amen, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit working together in verses, amen, uh, uh, four, five, and six. They're diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, amen, that was the Holy Spirit. There are differences of administration, but the same Lord, amen, there's Christ, and there are diversities of activities, but the same God, amen who works all in all, but the manifestation of spiritual of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Amen. Given to each one, each one, amen, has a gift, but the, 
but the profit those are going to benefit is for, for everyone given to you, but not necessary for you. Verse eight, for to one given the word of wisdom through the same spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, amen, to another gifts of healing by the same spirit, and to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, amen, to another diversities of uh, discerning of spirits, and to another different kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But the one same spirit works all things, amen, distributing, distributing to each one uh, individual as he wills. Glory to God. He does it as he wills, but it's the same spirit which is, amen, to imply there should not be divisions and there should not be quarreling in regard to spiritual gift because it is the same spirit that, amen, has distributed and has given all for the profit of all. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, amen, and verse 1 says, Pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Amen. For he who speaks in the tongue, amen, does not speak to man but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. But, amen, but he who prophesies speaks edification, amen, exhortation, and comfort to men. And he who speaks in the tongue edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. Glory to God. I wish you all spoke with tongues but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is better than he who speaks in tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. So even, amen, if he prophesies, if he speaks in tongues, the goal is still edification. Amen, it's still building, the building up of the church. Verse six, but now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with, the, with tongues, what profit what shall I profit you unless I speak to you, amen, either by revelation, by knowledge, by prophecy, or by teaching? Even things without life, whether flute, a harp, amen, when they make a sound, unless it makes a distinct, a distinction in the sounds, how will it be known or what is piped or played? For if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, Amen. Who will prepare for the battle? So likewise, you, unless you utter by, amen, utter by tongue words easy to understand, how will, how will it be known what is spoken? For you will be speaking into the air. Therefore, I mean, uh, there are, there are, it may be, amen, so many kinds of languages in the world, but none of them without significance. Therefore, if, amen, if you do not know the meaning of the language, amen, I shall be a foreigner to him who speaks, and amen, and he who speaks will be a foreigner to me. Even so, even, even, uh, even you, even so you, I'm sorry, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for edification of the church that it may seek to excel. Amen, amen. Since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church. Glory to God, amen, that you seek to excel. Let it be for the edifying of the church. Glory to God. I want to deal with this subject. 
praise God, again, understanding spiritual gifts, understanding spiritual gifts. Last night we said of the nine that's mentioned in chapter 12, amen, that there were three gifts, amen, that, amen, say something. Praise God, they're speaking gifts. They're manifest, amen, they're revelation. Of that is, uh, that's given, amen, uh, to us, is um, the word of knowledge, amen. Uh, yes, the word of knowledge, amen, the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge, amen, and of tongues. Praise God, amen. And so when you start to look at the category of the gifts, amen, you find out that uh, Paul puts prophecy above, Paul put prophecy above, amen, speaking in tongues. He puts prophecy above speaking in tongues. Verse 8 says, to one, 1 Corinthians 12 and 8 said, to one is given the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another, I mean the word of wisdom, to another, the, amen, the word of knowledge, amen, the same spirit, amen, another faith by the same spirit, and to another healing, praise God, amen, uh, by the same spirit, to another working of miracles, and here is the word that we're dealing with into another prophecy, amen, to another discerning of spirits, to another, the difference of the spirits, glory to God. And to that last three prophecy, the discerning of spirits in of tongues, I'm sorry, I made a mistake earlier. To that last group, amen, amen, prophecy, the discerning of spirits in the speaking of tongues, glory to God, he puts prophecy, that's when he first mentions it, amen, and uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 10, he says, to another he gives prophecy. Glory to God. Amen. So uh, in between chapter 12 and chapter 13, he says to them, uh, I'm going to show you a more excellent way, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels. And if I have not love, I am nothing. Praise God. So chapter 12, he defines nine of the gifts, amen, and categorizes them as, amen, uh, amen, gifts that, that, that say something, that reveals something, something, amen, and the other will do something. Praise God. Amen. Of the, of the gifts concerning tongues, prophecy is greater, Paul says, than it is. It's better to have prophecy than tongues. Amen. So when you get to chapter 14, he acknowledges briefly what he said in chapter 13. He says, now, pursue love. We talked about what love is. Its manifestation is not rude. Amen. It does not behave itself unseemly, not proud, not boasted up. Amen. Does not rejoice over evil, but rejoice when the truth wins out. All of that, praise God. He said, now, since you understand what love is and why it takes precedence over gifts, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you prophesy. Amen. Amen. So the church at Corinth was very zealous about speaking in tongues. They were very zealous about speaking in tongues. But Paul comes here and, amen, brings the emphasis to where it needs to be. Glory to God. Because he who speaks in the tongue, he edifies himself. Amen. But the one that prophesy edify the church. Glory to God. He that speaks in the tongue, amen, edify himself. But he that prophesy, amen, he edifies the church. Amen. So when he's speaking in the tongue, he's not speaking to man, but to God. For no one understands him, how be it. However, amen, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. 
But he who prophesies, amen, is for three reasons, three manifestations of prophecy is for edification, for exhortation, and for comfort. This is the gift of prophecy. This is the gift of prophecy, the speaking gift. This is the gift of prophecy and its three manifestations for exhortation, for edification, for exhortation, and for comfort. This is not the office of prophet. Amen. This is not the office of prophet. The office carries a heavier weight. Amen. It is part of the ascension gift. That's the other part. Glory to God. Amen. It is given to help correct and direct the church. Praise God. It comes with a whole nother level of authority. It is an office. It's part of the ascension gift. It's the fivefold gift. Amen. There's a difference between the manifestation of the office of a prophet or prophetess. Amen. And the gift of prophecy. Praise God. Amen. And the spirit of prophecy. Glory to God. Amen. So the prophetic church has to make a distinction so we don't run around calling people who have the gift of prophecy because they have spoken edification or building up because they spoke a word into your life in exhortation that was right on point, a word of comfort, amen, right on point, and say, oh, my God, amen. So the next time we see them, we say, hey, prophet. No, that's just the manifestation of the gift of prophecy, amen, not, amen, not the office of prophet. Amen. It gives us the three major manifestations of prophecy for edification, exhortation, and for comfort. He who speaks in a tongue edify himself. The church of Corinth was very zealous about speaking in a tongue because this is the initial, amen, sign that he has received the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is speaking in tongues. Glory to God. Now, uh, but he who prophesies edified the church. He who speaks in tongues himself, a man who prophesies, edifies, or builds up the church. I wish, in verse 5, he said, I wish you all spoke in tongues, amen, even more that you prophesy, amen, but even more that you prophesy, amen. So Paul put tongues and the interpretation of tongues, praise God, he put that above, uh, prophecy above tongues, glory to God. For prophecy is greater, uh, for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongue, unless indeed he interprets that the church may, amen, receive edification. So even if you speak in tongues and there's someone who interprets tongues, the goal is still edification of the church. Praise God. We have to keep that in mind. It's still for edifying, amen, the church, not oneself, not building up one's character about building up one's reputation, not trying to make one, amen, hood famous, but for the edifying of the church. Glory to God. Now, that does not say that you can't speak in tongues in church. Some have taken to the opposite extreme. Say, well, don't speak in tongues in church and that's not an interpreter. That's not what he said. That's not, that's not what he said. But if I'm speaking to God, amen, I'm speaking, I'm edifying self, amen. But if I'm speaking to men trying to deliver a message, Praise God. I'm speaking to the congregation, to the people of God. Amen. Then I need to either uh, speak in tongue and interpret it. Glory to God. Or, amen, uh, or, 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 amen, don't speak to men at all if you can't interpret what's been said. It didn't say not to. Amen. Just said if you speak trying to relay a message, amen, speak clear words. Praise God. Brethren, 
if I come to you speaking with a tongue, amen, what shall I profit unless I speak to you either by revelation, and we brought back again, by knowledge, by prophecies, or by teaching. Amen. I got to speak, I got to speak clearly. Even things without life, whether, whether flute or harp or, amen, when they have, when they make a sound, amen, uh, when they make a sound, unless they make a distinction in the sound, how, how shall it be known what is piped or played? In the military, they have a bugle, doesn't have any keys on it like a trumpet, it's a bugle. Amen. That bugle, there's a bugle sound for going to bed. There's a bugle sound for child. There's a bugle, there's a sight, there's a sound that it makes to say, let's go to war. Praise God. If we utter an uncertain sound, how in the world do you think, praise God, the church is going to understand what to do if we got all these random sounds without any particular purpose? Glory to God in the highest. Amen. Uh, so likewise, you, unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how will it be known, amen, what is spoken? For you will be speaking into the air, amen. They, there are, it must be, amen, so many kinds of languages in the world, but none of them without significance. Glory to God. Therefore, if, you, if I do not know the meaning of the language, how shall a foreigner I shall, uh, I shall be to a foreigner, amen, to him uh, who speaks, amen, and he shall be, amen, a foreigner to me, amen. So Paul is, is bringing order to the church, amen, by clarifying the purpose of gifts and how they function. Paul is bringing, amen, order to the church through his apostolic brilliance, amen, defining, amen, spiritual gifts and their relation to one another, Praise God for the building up of the church. The ultimate goal is for the building up of the church. The ultimate goal is the building up of the church. Praise God. Amen. And so I hope all of that, amen, that makes sense to you. He starts out with verse chapter 14 and verse 1. Let's capsulate verse 13, chapter 13. Pursue love. Since you understand the nature of it, pursue love. And from chapter 14, Desire spiritual gifts. But of the gifts mentioned in chapter 12, I'm, I'm sorry, of the gifts mentioned in chapter 12, amen, but especially that you, amen, may prophesy, amen. Now, desiring prophecy and receiving it is two different things because the spirit, amen, distributes, amen, as he wills. The spirit distributes each gift as he wills. You don't have the luxury to pick and choose which give which gift, amen, you want. It's not a board, it's not a spiritual board on the wall. And you go down and read the job description and pick it like you do a job. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, nowadays, because things seem more popular, amen. And praise God. Now everybody wants to be, praise God, apostle. They want prophet. There was a time, amen. It was so many bishops. Praise God. It was something else. Now they say we. Amen. We don't want to be bishops anymore. We are, we are apostolic. And now, so, uh, but you don't have the luxury to choose. It's the spirit that, amen, that, that gives. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. It's the spirit. So each person that's been born again, amen, God has given us a gift, amen, given it to us, but it's for 
the building up of the church given to you, but it's not necessarily for you. Amen. Let's get that down, first of all. Praise God. And if you think you have a gift, you think you have a gift, amen, always study your, amen, your gift. Study your craft. Study it out. Go back in the scripture. Find out, amen. Do your homework and then make sure, amen, that's my gift, amen. Other part of clarifying if you have a gift or not is through, amen, wise counsel. For in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Glory to God. If you think that you have a gift or you are in an office, I should add, amen, I should add, then it, it, it's to your advantage to be mentored by, amen, a couple of gifts that are like what you believe you have, praise God, and be willing to yield to their mentoring uh, in regard to that gift building up. You need parent-like mentoring. You need parent-like, not peer level, brothers and sisters. You need parent-like mentoring. Glory to God so that you can maximize and not spend a whole great deal of time with trial and error. Glory to, hey, glory to God, amen, so that uh, you uh, maximize your time here on earth. Praise God. You don't waste a lot of time piddling around when somebody can just tell you left, right, don't do that, leave that alone. Now, we have a generation who, uh, uh, you know, I hate to say this like this, but are soft. They don't want to go through nothing. They don't want to deal with nothing. Amen. Not suffer for the name of Christ. Praise God. All of these kind of things. They want to be mentored. Just rise up one day and say what they are and stick with it like it's right. You're not right. You're wrong. It's two left shoes. Glory to God. Amen. There are some. They just, they just, amen, just do what they want to do. Praise God. And then want everybody else to respect it. The devil is a liar. Praise the name of the Lord. I believe that alone. Glory to God. And so it's always good to come up through the ranks the right way. Amen. Amen. It's come up through the ranks the right way. Come up through the ranks the right, the right way. I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone. Praise God. Let, let other people brag and let other people boast concerning your gift. Amen. Don't you be, amen. Um, it's not wise. It's not wise. I'll say it like this. To be in the body of Christ three years, amen, got three years of understanding, and then in the fourth year, you're the chief of something. Praise God. I, I don't understand all of that. But praise. But anyway, glory to God. You don't have enough knowledge, enough experience. You don't have enough bumps and bruises, enough suffering to be considered over a group of people. But anyway, that's just bogus. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So when you understand gifts, when you understand and you study gifts, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13, and 14 are categorized together. They, when you study gifts, study it all together so that you can get uh, of the fullness of what Paul is saying in regard to spiritual gifts and why he's talking to Corinth the way that, they, they, amen, that he is. Now, when you study the full chapter of chapter 14, Glory to God. Amen. He is he is putting in context tongues. So even if someone comes into the church and they are un, uneducated and uninformed, amen, they think we're crazy. We're all just running around speaking in tongues. But if we prophesy, amen, if we prophesy and show him himself, glory to God, then he'll fall down and he'll worship God saying truly, amen, God is among these people. When you read that in 1 Corinthians, amen, chapter 14 and verse 22 down through verse 25. Let's read that anyway, and then we'll close. 
Praise God. Therefore, tongues are signs. It's for a sign. Tongues are for a sign. Not to those who believe, but to the unbeliever. But prophesying, amen, is not for the unbelievers, praise God, but for those who believe. Why? Because that's for the edifying of the church. It's for the edifying of the church. Therefore, if the whole church comes together in one place and all speak with tongues, amen, and come and there comes in those who are uninformed and or unbelievers, they uh, will they not say that you are out of your mind? But if all prophesy and an unbeliever or an uninformed person come in, he is convinced, amen, by all, and he is convicted by all. And the secrets of his hearts are revealed. And so, falling down on his face, he will worship the Lord and report that God is truly among, among you. Glory to God. Praise God. Amen. And so, it's, 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 to, your, it's to our advantage so that when the unbeliever and the uninformed come in, that we find the church in order, that we find the church in order. Let's read a little more of this. How is it then, brethren, that whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation? Let all things be done for edification. Let all things be done for edification, not for your, not to make you popular not to make you well-known in the community, not to make you hood famous, not to make you, amen, uh, 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 have numbers on Facebook. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. For anyone uh, who speaks, verse 27, if, if anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two or, and, or, or at the most three, amen, each in turn, glory to God, each in turn, uh, and let one interpret. If there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in the church, praise God, and let him speak to himself and to God. Didn't say not to speak in tongues, just don't speak it as a form of a message. Speak it to yourself, speak it to God. Amen. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. But if anything is revealed to another who sits by, amen, let the first keep silent. For you can all prophesy one by one that all may learn and that all may be encouraged. And the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of all the saints. Praise God. He says y'all can prophesy one by one, take turns so that, amen, let, let the others judge so that we all can benefit. Amen. And you cannot, Paul says, amen, the spirit is, uh, of the prophet is subject to the prophet. In other words, you can't say, I got the can't help us. I got the blurt mind out right now in the middle of my brother or sister prophesying. The spirit took over me, and I, amen, and it was the Holy Spirit that made me blurt it out and interrupt my brother and sister. Amen. No such a thing that occurred. It's not spirit-driven. It's self-driven, maybe. Maybe your pride or your arrogance, but it's not the Holy Ghost. For the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Glory to God. The spirit of the prophet, amen, he, he is subject to the prophet. Glory to God. And so that's, that becomes important, amen, because you can have gifts, but you need to be uh, orderly in the church. Glory to God. The church at Corinth 
was a bit unorderly. And so uh, it was bringing reproach on the church rather than edification. Amen. In the New Living Translation, verse 32 says, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 32 says, remember, amen, that people who prophesy are in control of their spirit and can take turns. Amen. God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the church meetings of God's holy people. God is not a God of disorder. He's a God of peace. Thank you, Father. Anything, when it gets in disarray, amen, you know that's not God. We need to stop. We need to check. We need to bring under subjection our spirit. Amen. We need to rebuke and correct those that are out of order. Praise God so that there's a, still a freedom in the spirit. Glory to God. Amen. So that's, that, that's, that's, that's about the, you know, the extent of what chapter 12, 13, and 14 is saying in regard to spiritual gifts. Uh, and this, this as, as the church continues to grow, we have to insist on teaching, amen, about identifying gifts, amen, uh, the manifestation of, of gifts, what it looks like, and keeping the gift in order or synergy as it relates to the rest of the body as it relates to the rest of the body. The Bible says, know them that labor among you. Know them that labor among you. So it's important that we study not just our gifts, but all gifts, but all gifts so that we can work, amen, intelligently amongst one another as the members of our body work one with another. Praise God. As our heart and lungs and our fingers and all that is one working together to define the body, so are we are to understand spiritual gifts, how they work and how they affect one another. Praise God. Amen. He talked about prophecy in verse 12, chapter 12. Amen. He talked about, I mean, talked about in tongues, interpreting tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. But, uh, but he put prophecy above glory to God, uh, the speaking in tongues. Amen. So he says to them in chapter 14 and verse 1, in relation to, pointing back to verse chapter 13, Amen. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, this more excellent way he's talking about. But if I have not love, I'm nothing. This more excellent way is love. Amen. He speaks about, amen, desire spiritual gifts in reference to, amen, chapter 12. Amen. So pursue love, desire gifts, but of the gifts, especially that you prophesy. Amen. So chapter 12 is very descriptive. As to relation to gifts, praise God. Chapter 13, amen, puts the priority on, amen, all of it is have your gift, but be let it be done in love. Then he describes what love is. Chapter 14 is a, cap, a consummation. It is a concluding factor to bring order to all of it. It's to bring order to, amen, to having gifts and how we relate to one another to maximize Amen. The meetings, and therefore God is glorified because God is not a God of disarray. He's not a God, amen, of disorder. He's a God of order. He's not a God of confusion. He's a God of order. Amen. So each chapter have its distinct, amen, uh, uh, this different uh, impression that it seeks to uh, teach us with. Chapter 12 has its, has its purpose. Chapter 13, amen, builds on that a more excellent way Chapter 14 brings order to it as it relates to how we 
amen, interact with each other. And so you got to get it all. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. That's, that's just good stuff all the way around. Praise the name of God. That is just good stuff. So when we put it all together, amen, when we put it all together, we should begin to have a clearer understanding about gifts, about spiritual gifts, amen, the motivation for functioning in your gifts, the motivation, praise God, and how we ought to relate one to another and what gift uh, has precedence. Prophecy has precedence over tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Prophecy has over uh, precedence over tongues in the interpretation of tongues. Now, rather, first of all, that you, above all, that you prophesy. Glory to God. So over that, that, that spirit, the speaking gift to say something, amen, prophecy, amen, goes to, amen, it's up to the top. He said desire, desire that you prophesy. Glory to God. It's good to be able to prophesy. Not so much to be in the office of prophet, but, amen, the gift of prophecy. And even in the gift of prophecy, you can't choose it and say, I, I snatch it, amen. It still had to be distributed, amen, by the will of the Holy Spirit. And then you need to be mentored, amen, uh, and listen to concerning and judge your prophecy. Glory to God. Many times we've ordained people because we're not familiar with the difference between office of prophet and the gift of prophecy and the spirit of prophecy. Glory to God. We just ordained, oh, that's a prophet. They cannot foretell anything, amen. They can, amen, they have, don't have the ability to correct and direct the church. Why? Because, amen, their prophecy, if you listen, is relegated to, to, to edification, to exhortation, and to comfort. If you listen and judge the prophecy, listen well, categorize what's been said, you'll find out that their, that their prophecy is one of the three, edification, exhortation and comfort praise god amen it's, it's it's an insightful gift but it is not the office of prophet but we have to have mature familiar eyes and ears to be able to have a distinction to tell a difference between the edifying of the gift of prophecy and the office of prophet amen i think we've made some grave errors some very um huge mistakes because, man, we got some people who cannot, it's not the office at all, but it's too late. Not too late, but now they, they've ordained them, and pride will stop you from saying, this is not me. Glory to God, pride will stop you, but I'd rather, I'd rather jump down than be knocked down. Praise the Lord. I said, I said again, I'd rather jump down than be knocked down. Amen. I'd rather get in my place, because what the enemy would love for you to do, just keep, keep embracing something that's not yours, so that you'll never maximize what really is yours. It's a trick from hell. Pride to trick you into not being in your right place, trying to desire something, amen, that's not yours, amen, or that is famous, or you've been misidentified. You don't know any better. They don't know any better. So you just roll with the office of prophet or prophetess, only later to find out I'm not that at all. Amen. I have not manifested anything of the office of prophet. I've just been edifying, exhorting, been very deep, very spiritual, very insightful into the person's heart, but not the office of prophet, not author, no authority. When prophets speak or prophetess speak, it'll set the house on fire. When, he, when the prophets speak and that word fall, is like a hammer. Amen. They're closely intertwined and not against the senior leadership 
amen, for the directing of the church. We got so many people that think they're prophet, amen, that they're some kind of pastor police. Yeah, praise, amen, praise God. Let me get done. God bless you tonight. May the Lord give you revelation, knowledge, and understanding. May he give you clarity. May the Lord continue to, amen, impart wisdom into your, amen, eyes and your ears, a clarity that you may be understand the gifts or gifts that you possess, uh, amen. And may you have the diligence, the wherewithal to study, to, amen, to know your craft, to maximize, and then have good relationship, good synergy amongst the rest of the gifts, amen. One gift is never given in the scripture to attack another. One gift is never given, amen, to attack another. You can't praise God, amen. If uh, there's a problem, let the Lord now. God does give message of prophet concerning prophets concerning elders. Praise God, but that's at the extreme, amen. But you two years in, you can't say nothing about a pastor, amen. Praise God, and even if it does, it has to be amongst two or three witnesses, according to Titus. But anyway, praise God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord continue to teach you Amen, and may the, may the wisdom of God and the insightful, uh, revelatory knowledge of God manifest so you make full use of your gift in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you tonight for your kindness. I thank you for your work of the spirit that's in us. Give us, give us knowledge, give us insight that we may know the hope of our call. May the eyes of our understanding be enlightened and ultimately all things to be glorified in the church. And we bless you, we give you praise and thank you. You alone are God and our healer. Our deliverance strong power in Jesus' name. 